they be like what it be like. Like you already know what it is. It's your boy Kevin Like My Way. Today, still cut the noise going through conversation, the podcast, but this message is gonna be just a little bit different. It's not gonna be what I normally do with a conversation, but I'm gonna share with you something different. An opportunity was given to me by our pastor at Strong Tower Christian Fellowship, Pastor David Broaddus. Appreciate you, brother, for the opportunity. And I got to share a little bit of something that God put on my heart. So here's the message. Hope it's a blessing to you, help inspire and move you to make this year the best year of your life so far. Because better is coming. So let's get it. Here's the message. Well, I Cheer. just want to say uh, thank you, everybody, for coming out. Uh, I'm glad to be here. I don't know if y'all glad to be here. Okay. But it is... I'm, it's surprising to be standing up here, I say that. Not in the sense of that I couldn't be or I shouldn't have already been, but it's surprising to me because we do have a good God. You know, um, the last year has been kind of crazy, but it's been good too. And, and a lot of times we lose focus on that. So um, what I'm going to talk about tonight is a good gift. All right, so bear with me. I'm long-winded at times, but I might be nervous and go real fast. <laughs> so it might be somewhere in the middle. So follow me. Well, hey, family, I would like to thank Pastor and thank God for the opportunity to stand before you uh, all, my family, this evening with Christmas in the review. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, New Year's a couple hours away. I thought it would be nice to share a little bit about what's coming up next in this new year, how you can get a gift. But not just a gift, but a good gift. Uh, how many of us want that, right? Okay. I thought y'all finished with presents. Uh, <laughs> you know, God has the tendency to over-deliver, though, right? Okay. Now, like he did for Abraham and Isaac, when God told Abraham to sacrifice his son, he literally had him on the chopping block. But God provided a ram in the bush. That's in Genesis chapter 22, 14. Jehovah Jireh, God will provide. And because he obeyed the Lord, he multiplied Abraham's seed. So that's more, right? But he multiplied it like the stars in the sky, like the sands of the seashore, and all the nations of the earth were blessed because of him and his obedience. I think that's over-delivering. Or how he did for King Solomon. Whenever God asked him, what should I give you? <laughs> I don't know what I'd say in that situation. <laughs> but Solomon said, I'd like wisdom so that I can govern God's people. And he gave him wisdom plus then some more. Like wealth, honor, and a long life if you obeyed and followed God. But why? Was it because he asked, what he asked for was tied to his true purpose and being the king of Israel? That's a nugget there. Think about it. When we put the kingdom first, what does it say? But I digress. But what about you? <laughs> what about me? Some of us might not feel like we are where we should be in life. We might feel a little discouraged. We're not exactly where we are on our job in business, in school, or in our marriage. 
we may not feel fulfilled or even filled with the Spirit of God like we should be. But let's go to Luke chapter 11, if you got your Bible. Um, and we, we're going to talk a little bit, well, I'm going to talk <laughs> a little bit about uh, when the disciples asked Jesus how to pray, right? But he, they asked him kind of funny, right? They said, uh, teach us how to pray like John taught his disciples. I'm like, oh, I'm Jesus. What are you talking about John for? But that's just me. Uh, <laughs> Jesus gave him that and a lot more to chew on. So let's dig in. Luke chapter 11, verse 1. And it starts. And it came to pass that as he prayed in a certain place, when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. And he said unto them, when you pray, say, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, as in earth, so in heaven. Give us this day, no, give us day by day our daily bread. And forgive us our sins, for we, for we also forgive everyone who is indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Then he stopped. I know when I was reading that, I was like, forever and ever, amen. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do the whole rundown, right? But he stopped right there and started talking about a friend. But what, what did he give us so far? He gave us the framework for prayer. He gave us a line of communication with the king as well as a way to forgive by the level of forgiveness that we show others. That's quite a bit to chew on. Uh, then, then we follow, oh, excuse me. Then if you think about it, we're following God. So how in the world are we going to be led into temptation? Right? Uh, that's a lot of word, but let's go a little further and find out about this gift I told y'all about, right? So we're in verse 5. And he said unto them, which of you should have a friend and say, go unto him at midnight. So you the friend, you, you got a friend, but you go into his house at midnight, right? Uh, and say unto him, friend, lend me three loaves. Please do not call my phone at midnight. Asking about any bread. The kind you eat or the kind you fold. Um, that's just me, though. <laughs> um, but verse 6. For a friend of mine is in a journey, and is so, is so come to me, and I have nothing to set before him. And he from within shall answer and say, remember, y'all the friend. This your friend speaking back to you. Trouble me not. <laughs> what does it say? Go on now. <laughs> my door is shut. My door is shut. My children are in bed. I can't rise and give to thee. Nah, go on. Though. He will not rise up and give him because he is a friend. Yet, because of his importunity. What's that? Y'all know what that is? Importunity. Yeah, because when you first look at it, you're like, important? Did I pronounce that wrong? But it's persistence. Persistence to the point of being annoying. Remember, we're talking about a friend. But if you're annoying enough, that friend will get up out of the bed and say, all right, man, here, take this, take that. Go on now. Right? But what does this have to do with praying? Well, I know there's a lot of midnight after hours prayer requests that come in, right? And needs that come in. 
and it really speaks to the power, speaks of prayer, how you must be persistent on what you're asking for. Are you standing in the gap? Um, and when you pray without ceasing, are you continually being persistent? Are you, or are you just going to quit on your faith? Do you believe the king can? Do you? Be persistent. I'm going to tell y'all right now, 2020, we ain't even talking about 21. We ain't talking about 2020. 2020 was one of the worst years for me. Okay? It was rough on my marriage. It was shaky, to say the least. But with persistence, with prayer, with work, because it takes work. A lot of times we say, God, God, give, give me this, give me that. But he's giving you an opportunity to do the work. And I must say, without 2020, which was the rain clouds, the storms, I wouldn't be who I am today. My marriage is stronger than ever. I ain't going to cry but I'm just saying, you got to be persistent. If you want something, if you care for something, if you care for someone, you got to be persistent. You got to work for it. You got to fight for it. And you got to truly pray without persistent. You got you to pray without quitting. I didn't want to say persistent. Let's be real. Stop quitting on yourself. Stop quitting on your faith. He said it in you. But I'm going to keep going because we got to get to the gift, right? Verse 9. And he said it. And I say unto you, ask. (laughs) Ask. And it shall be given. Seek. And you shall find. Knock. And it shall be open unto you. For everyone that asks, receive. And they that seek, find. And to him that not, it shall be open. Remember we're talking about prayer, right? Okay. But if you also think about it, don't don't lose me now. These are universal laws. These are biblical, godly principles. Right? When people say universe, everybody shake up. Okay. (laughs) But this is God thing. Right? These are principles. These are laws. If you ask, you're going to get an answer. It may be yay. It may be nay. It may be not yet. But are you asking? Do you want to know a thing? Because sometimes people ask me questions they don't really want to answer to. Now, if you're seeking, you will find. Have you ever thought about Whenever you're looking at a new car, are you looking at them shoes, Rashida? Right? Um, Felicia, too. Um, <laughs> when you're looking at them shoes, and now you start seeing stuff around. They start reminding, like, mm, it must be a sign. Right? But when you seek for a thing, you will find it. A lot of times we playing with our faith. We saying that we want something. But are we really seeking after that something? Do you want a relationship with God or you just want to say, I, I, I go to church? 
I, I, I step in and out from time to time. How I used to say back in the day, I dabble. <laughs> you know. But I'm going to keep going. But don't forget to knock. But when, when you think about that knock, though, you're making a choice. You're choosing a path. And that door will be open. It can be business, it can be your marriage, it can be a relationship with God, but you're making a choice and you're knocking on that door. And if you don't quit too fast, it'll be open. What God says, all these things are like pastors say. God said, if you, all right, (laughs) y'all know the song title, right? (laughs) The human mind is amazing, right? It's a powerful tool. And guess when you bring your mind and your heart, i.e. your heart, your soul, in agreement with your faith, things change in the physical world. I ain't want to sound too deep, but try God and find out. Remember the woman with the issue of blood who said, if I can touch his hem, didn't say if I can go get prayed by, didn't say if I can fall at his feet and beg for, she said, if I can touch the hem of his garment, I can be healed. That's Luke chapter 8, 41 through 48. That's the whole story. Uh, Jesus said, <laughs> Jesus was walking, right? And she, while in a crowd, Jesus was walking, surrounded by people. Everybody, Lord, Lord, Jesus. <laughs> right? I can see it. That's how I look at my head. Right? Jesus. Right? And she said, if I can touch him, I'll be healed. They want no agreement with God. They want no agreement with Jesus. It was her. She made her up in her mind that if I can do this, I'll be healed. She made a decision. She didn't ask. That's a different level of persistence. Reflect on yourself in the mirror and see if you stand up to that. Because then you might just get what you want if you step out on faith. Also, you can think about the centurion who came looking for healing for his servant. That sounds kind of funny when I'm reading. I'm like, your servant? His servant was sick. And he was like, yo, this is my man's. I got to go get a healing for him, right? And he said, I'm a man of authority. I understand when somebody say, hey, you go over there, you do this. My soldiers move. He understood authority. And when he stepped to Jesus, he's like, Lord, uh, I got a servant that needs to be healed. And Jesus said, all right, I'll go. He's like, no, 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 no. You ain't got to come to my spot. If you say it, I know how authority works. I understand kingdom. I understand levels. And if you say it, I already know it's going to be done. And Jesus looked at this dude and said, you got more faith than everybody in Israel because you understand principles. So what I'm saying is we, us, You, me, whoever, look in the mirror, that person. Get serious about your faith. Get serious about what you want. Get serious about what you need. Let's go to John. Well, you ain't got to go. I just read it real quick. John chapter chapter 14, verse 12. It says, verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believes on me, the works that I do, shall he also do. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto the Father. 
That means you here right now. God said that. Where's that? Do you have faith? Do you believe? Step out and see just what God can do through you. I ain't even got to the gift. I'm giving you some stuff to chew on, but let's go to 11. Verse 11, chapter 11 in Luke. And it says, if a son, what's up, KJ? Say, ask for some bread unto his father. Barry, what's up? Will he give him a stone? No. If he asks for a fish, Jay don't like fish. Um, will you give him a serpent? No. If he asks for an egg, Zach, you want an egg? You gonna give him a scorpion? No. Well, then if you, being evil, not God, not righteous, just regular people, niggas is evil. Mm. Know how to give good gifts unto your children. Yes. How much more should your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit unto them that ask? Amen. Not now. All of us are flawed, imperfect humans. Can give good gifts. So let's look at God in this moment. This amazing gift is the Holy Spirit. Amen. Do you have it? Have you asked for it? It's the comforter. It's the helper. It's the guide and light. It's literally the spirit of God, the creator of heaven and earth, inside of you. Do you have it? Well, everything that I've read has dropped out how you can get it if you don't. There's an open line of communication. It's called prayer. That's one. Number two, you got to be persistent. You got to stay the course. You got to keep going forward number three ask seek knock I'm gonna say that again ask seek knock it's answered you will find it doors will be open God's greatest gift is him if we hold on to that truly all things will be answered yay nay or not yet. But all things will be answered. This year has been tough, but it's also been beautiful for both the men and the women of this household. We've seen amazing connections develop, relationships, fellowship. We've seen God heal. We've seen him bless. We've seen miracles. We're looking at one now. Stood right here in this house. About six months ago, I'm 36 years old. I was born with scoliosis. That's a crooked back. Walked in pain, literally, most days. My baby never. <laughs> and I stood in this house, and the brother, the brother Sammy stood in here and said, anybody got back pain? Mallory beat me to the front. But uh, I was second, and I said, man, I don't even know if it's going to work. I don't, but I'm going to go. I'm going to sit. And this brother knocked me down. 
the spirit of God knocked me down. You know, you know how you, you stand in front of people. Nah, I ain't gonna fall, bruh. That mess don't work for me. That mess, that, that mess don't work for me. Square up, you know. That little man. I got it on video. I literally, <laughs> I watched the video for like a week. I didn't believe that I was healed. I didn't believe I was healed. I can't see my back. How am I supposed to look at my back? I'm sitting in my car, my truck, you know, F-150 around here. It's clean, though, most times. Not on the inside. Uh, <laughs> I'm sitting on, the, on my seat, and my back feels different. Because both sides of my back are touching the seat. I'm feeling different. After like three days, I'm like, man, I ain't want to be talking like I'm down. God, man. I'm like, baby, take a picture of my back, though, so I can see it. And she did. First thing I did was send it to my mama. Because my mama got scoliosis. My mama know what my back looked like. She said, baby, it's straight. I said, okay. That was on my dad's birthday when I was stood in this church. My dad's been gone for about eight years now. It was a perfect time to come to church. It was beautiful. And I was healed. And then on my son's birthday, my mama saw my back in person. <coughs> and my faith grew even the more. I was healed a week later, uh, or a week before. My mama saw my spine. My mama confirmed it. Your mama might be praying for you, or I prayed for you your whole life. It ain't going to be there forever. You got to make decisions. You got to step out on faith. You have to ask, seek, and you will find it. So, that was this year. God's got some big things for y'all, for us, Amen. for this house, folks connected, them that believe. But you got to step out on faith. And if you aren't satisfied with where you are in life because of decisions or situations and happenstances of the past, that can change right now. We, we ain't got to wait till 12 tonight. We ain't got to wait till tomorrow. We, we ain't got to make no lists. We ain't got to say, I want to do this this year, make this goal and set. Now nah, let's make a decision. Because if you want it, you can have it. Don't look for the gift. Look for the gift giver. All right, y'all.